Hello, and welcome to Haddonfield. I'm Nick Lathan. And I'm Peyton Lynch. And this episode, we're talking about uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> and our guests this episode are Spencer Hamilton and Johnny O'Mara. Hello, I'm Spencer Hamilton. Hello, I'm Johnny O'Mara. <laughs> we're the guests. These are our most famous guests, I feel like. They are. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, sure. Uh, we wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Oh, my God. Um, Do you want to ask them the question? Yeah. How did you get into horror movies and Halloween and all this stuff in general? For- Nick suddenly got tired as soon as we started recording. <laughs> just- the life's been drained out of him. Yeah. <laughs> for, for me, actually, I didn't really love... I always loved Halloween as a kid, but... I the holiday? The holiday, mm-hmm. yeah. The the month of Halloween. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't necessarily super duper into scary movies. Um, and then uh, the movie that like sort of broke that spell f- for me was um, The Stranger? Strangers, you know what I'm talking about? With uh, Liv Tyler. That's, yeah, that's a hardcore one to be the one that you get right. into. Right. And so I, when I watched it, I was like really like worried and scared. And I was like, oh my god, this is going to... And then it, like I was surprisingly not scared. Oh, no, wow. it's, it's not scary. I've never seen it. <laughs> And that was that was part of my problem was yeah. I was so worried about these movies and then and then ever since then I, I've gotten much more into it. Cool. Uh, what's Halloween? <laughs> you may know the Sawin. Oh. No, so I also have always been into Halloween because uh, it rules. And growing up in Florida, uh, pretty much every year from the time I was like twelve or thirteen, we would go to Halloween Horror Nights, which is uh, Universal Studios, and they. Like build haunted houses on the sound stages, and uh, and it's great. Uh, but I never really got into horror movies until I was uh, older, and then as soon as I started getting into them, uh, I started hanging out with my wife, or I met my wife. Uh, we weren't married yet. You just started getting <laughs> and, hanging out with her after you got married. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should try it out. Uh, and she is not into horror movies, so now I just have to like sneak around and watch them. It was just total, like terrible timing. Like, oh, I love yeah. these things. Yeah, but she she is she is not a uh, fan because she gets scared very easily. Yeah. How old were you when you got like I was at, like twenty when I got into horror movies? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same. Um, so so my my knowledge is pretty severely lacking. Um, in general, I yeah, would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah in general and uh, horror movies. I want to say, because whenever I asked y'all to be guests, there was a bit going on on which I was I asked y'all to watch these movies, and you thought... Well, at first you thought we were watching just any Halloween movie, like Hocus Pocus, and then it went to, like, oh yeah, we're going to watch... We were originally going to do Halloween Resurrection, and then a bit came about with... That would have been the worst movie God. ever yeah. to watch. Where we were like, okay, have we'll, you we'll never watch Alien seen Resurrection. Halloween okay. <laughs> Have you guys never seen the hollow the original Halloween? I have seen the original and I had seen the first like half hour of this one previously. And that's all I had seen. Yeah. I have never seen a Halloween movie. Oh, so wow. this is an interesting yeah. one. Oh, yeah. so you've yeah, never seen you the original. You should watch the original, yeah. It's the really original good. it's really good. I'm sure. <laughs> Watching this one, I I kind of need it to be. Because yeah. this one I was like, is this an homage or is it like a new spin on it? Because if it's an homage, I, I don't want to watch the original again. I think it has a bit of an homage to it, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is Rob Zombie. But it's separate for a lot of it. Oh, my God. I'm... Can I start talking about my feelings about this now, um, or do we have to... Nick, do you want to do the drive-in? No, I have a lot. we'll skip the drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> you, hyped, you hyped it up, and I don't know what okay. it is. Okay, you said yeah, an awesome bit we always do. Yeah. Um, what was I going to do? What was I going to say? I forget. Driving totals? I can't podcast. Oh, my God. This is why I'm going to... St- I'm, I'm getting out of the game. What was I going to say? 
<laughs> well, when you're thinking know. of that, I'm I, a cop that's three months from retirement. I wanted, that, I wanted to mention, <laughs> yeah, you're the janitor that's retirement. <laughs> yeah. uh, the. I've seen a, a, my fair share of Rob Zombie movies, um, and this definitely has a Rob Zombie like. This was my first Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. I've never seen House of a Million Corpses. Or of a million corpses. <laughs> House of a billion corpses. <laughs> I really want to see that movie now. What uh, is it? A thousand corpses. A thousand, yeah. They, okay, they I was have, like, off gratuitous one. like every foul language. Yeah, gratuitous everything. Foul language and and sex and and just it's like yeah, it's you almost, can see that here. Like uh, too realistic, where it's like, well, people don't actually fuck and cuss that much. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, boy, I wish they did. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I have never seen any Rob Zombie movies, but I've listened to my fair share of Rob Zombie music, of course. Sure. And this, this, I've seen The Matrix. Okay, so knowing <laughs> knowing nothing about the original Halloween, watching this, it felt. It felt like what I imagined the Juggalo version of. Exactly. Yeah. Because there was it's like so much cursing. Yeah. They they said a lot of hard Fs. They did. Uh, and and there was a lot of like sex and like just the first like thirty. A lot seconds. of like young girls yeah. like naked. Who were Especially probably who you, not eighteen in the story? Probably yeah. right? right. No, they're not. They're in high school. And also the they're actresses. Only yeah. also the actresses that are in the movie were like famous for being child actors. So that's really awkward. Really? Yeah, they have Jenny yeah. from Forrest Gump. She plays Judith Myers. Wow. She plays the Judith Myers from the beginning. And yeah, and the only character of age that is in the that is in the movie. Um, his mom, who is actually a stripper, is like not naked in the movie. That's weird. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the stripper never strips. Yeah, yeah. I, I too noticed. But that. all the young girls we see naked, right? Watching it on my work computer. I, I, at work. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> there was like no male nudity, which I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, I wanted to see yeah. some asses. Something like every time like a guy would get up to go get a sandwich or something, he would like put on his full like. Underwear and trousers yeah. and everything. I was like, "Come on, I was dude!" Mad. There yeah. wasn't. There wasn't no asses. No male no, asses. No there man was asses. No men asses. No. Not the good kind of no. ass. <laughs> there was when um when uh, I keep wanting to call her Jamie Lloyd because she's from the fourth movie, which was also weird seeing the girl who plays like the little girl from Halloween Four in this. Watching that and then watching this was awkward. Was yeah. she? Was she Laurie? She was. She was she Annie. Was, uh. Yeah, she played Annie. Friends. Yeah. Okay. The friend who doesn't die. Sure. <clears throat> and then, like, she's hooking up with her boyfriend. And then, like, you see, he takes his pants down, but his underwear is still on. Right. Well, like, that's what that little, that little flap is for. <laughs> yeah, it's for what you got to yeah. wiggle your pee pee out of the hole. <laughs> the old fuck flap. The old Whenever. Fuck flap. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the dad's like a huge homophobe. Yeah, well, so right. is everyone else in the movie. Yeah, so yeah. is everyone in the movie, yeah. Well, it's, it's all just a bunch of rednecks in the 70s. Yeah. So it's like, not like there's a Even though it's in Illinois. If this had Haddonfield, Mississippi, I'd, I'd, I'd believe it. Sure. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was Illinois. I was like, oh, I'm in for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I love about the, um, he's not even a stepfather, probably. He's probably just the mom's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's what, the mom's boyfriend. What I love about him is, just from the get, he's already like, like injured in a cast and shit, which is the most like redneck shit ever. Like, <laughs> need an explanation. I, yeah, they never say what happened. To it them. doesn't matter. I'll tell you what. There is a zero percent chance that a doctor put that cast on. Oh, that is like, <laughs> his, 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 his buddy, his buddy Tate, like had a cast. Yeah. He didn't go to the doctor to get it taken off. He took it off himself and was like, "Here you go." Oh, shit, man, you got my old cast. <laughs> he has to scratch out all the signatures. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bub. <laughs> he had a hand me down cast. Good God. <laughs> um. Yeah, there, that's crazy. The, the other the other thing that really bothered me was the one there was one sex 
one sex in particular mm. where um, there was very graphic dirty talk that I did not appreciate. I liked that. I actually liked it. <laughs> I was into it. I thought it was hot, actually. I, 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 I was not I, a fan. I, yeah. Mm-mm. That was the most Again, realistic part of the movie. Maybe watching it at work colored my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Because my headphones this were was not, not working a good... and I could not get it off of Oh, my screen. God. This was not a good movie to watch at work. Jesus. Oh uh, there were a couple of fun little things I noticed during the movie of like... Uh, Oh boy, Rob Zombie's really doing his best to layer in some cool shit, huh? Uh, every time people were fucking, there was like um, a song that was like, uh, it was Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper twice. At least twice. I feel like that song was every other song. Yeah. In the oh, movie. that's crazy. And well, it's yeah, in the it, original it's movie. It's the original one, yeah. Okay, it's sure, like one of the, the only licensed songs they had. That makes sense. So basically, every time someone was uh, like having sex, uh, Michael Myers was about to kill them and so the song was playing was always like well watch out for the boogeyman and then the, <laughs> the other song I noticed was li- the song literally called Halloween by the Misfits yeah, yeah. so it's like oh, okay a little on the nose here buddy Speak- I love when um, when Judith and her boyfriend is ha- are having sex and Michael's sitting outside with his candy and Love Hurts plays yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's also showing you uh, his mom like stripping and it's like Love Hurts right right we Making, always like, gratuitous eye contact yeah. with the patron yeah. Yeah. we always joke on this podcast that like Michael's listening to the most redneck like and classic rock music and then as soon as it's like by Foghat Yes. Yeah. And uh, you ain't seen nothing yet by Bachman Turner Overdrive, but Let It Ride by Bachman Turner Overdrive's in this movie. But the movie opens up with the song God of Thunder by Kiss, and I busted out laughing. <laughs> I was like, good God. And Michael's wearing a Kiss shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that's so good. Uh, um, in the original Halloween, uh, do you see Michael Michael Myers as a boy? No. Well, yes, for the opening scene. So, like, the opening segment... Basically, the first half of this movie takes place in, like, five minutes of the original movie. Interesting. So you only see him go upstairs and kill Judith, and then it jumps ahead 15 years. Yeah. This, this and I, again, this is the only one I've ever seen, but the, this, one of the strange things to me was that, like, he was the main character of the movie? Yeah. He's yeah. the good guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the, yeah, the first it, half It's of really the movie asking, was... yeah, the movie's really asking you to, like, sympathize with his character. Right, and they, a lot. they set it up in the beginning where you should because it was, like, a very, like, abusive, right. uh-huh. unhealthy home. It's like Rob Zombie almost got there with, like, a really interesting take on it, and then he just, like, dropped the ball. Uh, yeah, because then it, it, just, it just didn't... Like, it just wasn't enough to like click together for me. It was like mm-hmm. it was like two different well, movies. It, it was like this mm-hmm. is a bad thing, and now he's bad. But they're they're supposed to be connected, but there was no real reason for them to be. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, like yeah. Also, there was an interesting dynamic. I feel like we're not just going to go through the film, but there's an interesting dynamic with him and Loomis in this movie. Yeah, where like in the original, Loomis is like totally antagonistic towards him. Mm. But I feel like in this movie they tried to make Loomis more sympathetic towards him. Yeah. But then there's this also this interesting um, side plot where they have Loomis writing a book about Michael. Yeah, right, like that really, him. yeah, exploiting him, which really doesn't mesh well with that. Yeah, characteristic. So especially later in the movie, he's the yeah. one who he doesn't, but he's the one who yeah. kills Michael Myers. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, is he the? And he's wearing black while he's doing it. It's like, yeah. Are you the good guy or the bad guy? Yeah, yeah. I oh. feel like I wish they had just gone one way or the other. I will say this: Malcolm McDowell was an awesome Loomis. He yeah, was really he was good. really good. Yeah. I, I don't know if he did this on purpose. Malcolm McDowell. I don't know if Rob Zombie did this on purpose or not. But when he is doing the book report, or mm-hmm. not the book report, <laughs> he's yeah in front of the class. <laughs> but this, it's all about like his, uh, Michael Myers' eyes and yeah. this picture of Michael Myers like looking. Down. It yeah. looks a lot like the shot from um, Clockwork Orange of Malcolm oh, McDowell yeah. looking oh, just yeah. like that. 
I always think of Gail Weathers from Scream when that scene starts playing about him promoting the book because she writes the book about uh, Cotton Weary or Oh, whatever. yeah, yeah. I've only seen Scream once and I don't remember anything about a book. That's that, okay. I remember uh, Seth Green, isn't it? Well, Gail, we- no. Gail Weathers is but like he's not a- in it. Seth Green? You're thinking of Matthew Lillard. Same guy. <laughs> are, you thinking of, are you thinking of Jamie Kennedy, maybe? Ooh, is he in it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, Scream is one of the few like movies that Jessica will watch, which I, is not I really a, it with her. Yeah, it's and it's good. And I hadn't seen it, and she was like, she, she was very into like the the sort of very popular teen um, like thriller mm-hmm. slasher movies like, from like the nineties. Like I know yeah. what you did last. We, did we, last we also watched I know what you did last mm-hmm. summer. Um, Scream. Also rules. a Kevin Williamson movie. I did not care for I know what you did last summer. I have a question. Um, in the first, in the original Halloween movie, uh-huh. sorry, we're talking about. I know what you did last. I, I don't care. <laughs> um, how many approximately? I don't know if you know this. How, what's the body count of Michael Myers in the first movie? Five, five. Yeah. Okay, so he quadruples it in this movie. I, I yeah. kept the tally. Yeah, he he kills twenty people in this movie. Yes, that was another thing where it was like, if he. There was no rhyme or reason to who he was killing. At first there was, and I made a note of it, and then very yeah, quickly yeah, exactly. there was none. So it was like... It was like, oh, okay, he killed the, well, the boy. The, well, the second time... Yeah, the second time I watched it, I felt like it made sense until he knew... Like, I felt like he was looking for Lori the whole time mm-hmm. until he knew where Lori was, and then I was like, why did he go back to the other house to, like, terrorize Annie and her boyfriend? Yeah. Like, if he knows where she yeah. is now, that doesn't make sense to me. So, like, if there was a, if there was a reason to why he was killing these people... People, and it was maybe a few people fewer. It, it also would have made more sense with like the stuff that was being set up at the beginning, where right. he's like sympathetic. But yeah, it was just like like why did he kill his in the in the very beginning? Like why did he kill his sister's boyfriend? Was it because it's I his think boyfriend it's, or her boyfriend? Yeah, I think like I could. I think I could. The second time it was easier for me to like sort of see a motive. I think he was jealous okay. of the boyfriend some, and he like, killed sexual her. Yeah. Undertones, yeah. And overtones. Yeah. <laughs> and then like with every kill after that, I think he felt betrayed by like every character. Like I think he felt betrayed by the Danny Trejo character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, Danny Trejo was kind of talking like you know, he was the guard, but he's still like kind of mm-hmm. buddies. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when I was good to you, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I Mikey. hated that he kept saying it over and over again. It really made me anxious. Also, <laughs> why did Danny Trejo, why was his murder a drowning? Like what's the symbolic? I don't, I don't understand that, that part. I think uh, a lot of the kills in this movie are references to the other movies. Okay. Mm. So, oh, so that was like a reference to Halloween too. Cause in Halloween too, somebody, uh, Michael puts somebody's head in scalding water uh, and kills them. Okay. So maybe way. it's just a reference. Or maybe to it's a reference to uh, H2O. Halloween H20. Yeah, there you go. Halloween H20. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) Um, But I think, like, because he was trying to, like, lock him up again, like, Mm, he thought, Michael thought, I thought you would be on my side, like, you would let me out. That makes sense. And then maybe all the murders later, all the, like, boyfriends and girlfriends fucking each other, those proxies from the original murder. Well, I think that originally he was trying to find Lori. Like, the whole time he's trying to find Lori, like, when he kills Lori's mom, he's, like, showing her a picture of Lori trying to get Lori's mom to tell him where she is. Which, by the way, she goes through... Uh, this is a rule, I think, is in every movie. If there's a glass table in a movie, somebody's got to go through <laughs> it. Because as soon as I saw that also, glass she's table... she's the mom from E.T. Yeah, D. Wallace. I love her. She's also in, um... What's the movie? House of the Devil. Well, I don't know why And I she's in Cujo, new. too, isn't she? Isn't she? I think so. Let's Google it. Uh, Dan Trey had a really um, uh, important line early in the movie that I caught. That he when uh, he sees Michael for the first time, he talks to him through like the cell window or whatever. Mm-hmm. He says, um, uh, "Live inside your own head. There's no walls that can stop you." There, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, you idiot! You made this happen." Yep. 
Uh, maybe uh, his death was... I don't was, know if he made it happen. He did make it happen, yeah. He didn't I think, help. <laughs> his, yeah, I think his death was punishment for making yeah. Michael go inside of his own Well, head. and I realized the second time watching this that Michael is acting out and trying to get out of Smith's Grove because he realizes that um, that Loomis isn't going to come see him anymore. Mm-hmm. Because Loomis comes in and he's like, this is the last time I'm going to yeah. be uh, here. Yeah, true. So that's the that's the what breaks him and makes him want to break out and find someone else who will care about him. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, why did he leave a dead coyote on his um, mother's grave, do we think? I don't know. Okay. He was always obsessed with killing animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, the coyote is such a specific animal. <laughs> I think that's you probably know. what was just around. <laughs> it's a real one. It's a real coyote that Rob Zombie found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do. <laughs> Those are the weirdest. I know, like my hometown. That was. I always thought it was weird that coyotes were in city limits. True. Yeah, <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. They're here in this city. I, I see one. This very big city. What? Oh yeah, we've yeah. got a fuckload of coyotes. Yeah. Wow. Up in, up in Rogers Park. No, the whole. I when I was down in uh, Ravenswood waiting for the light to change, and a coyote crossed the street. <laughs> I don't Straight think up. I don't think I would know. All I see is rats and rabbits. Was, I don't think I would know it was a coyote if I saw it. I, th- I feel like I would be like, "That looks like a really angry dog." <laughs> <laughs> that looks like an animal who needs to catch a roadrunner. <laughs> um, something that I want to say that I should have brought earlier when we were talking about people having sex. All the guys that people have sex with are so ugly in this movie. They all have huh. long, yeah. like yeah. long, like greasy hair. So they all like look a like really bad, <laughs> really bad, like facial hair thing. The only cute guy that gets hooked up with is the guy that hooks up with Annie because he's like got a good haircut. The glasses, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what uh, What's interesting is he's the only cute guy in the movie uh-huh. who's like getting any action. But then uh, he also like. Uh, finishes prematurely and the girlfriend's like you suck at sex <laughs> oh no that's the guy that's having sex with Linda oh I thought I don't think he's cute, cute either and well he's he got had, that long hair though yeah a, a leg cramp <laughs> yeah, it was yeah he got a leg cramp while he was laying down also oh, she like, wasn't doing anything yeah, yeah she's like, like she's like on top of him and he's like oh oh no it's going wrong and oh, then no. and then and then she's like My grabbing sex. a beer She's like, grab me a beer, and he's like, I just did all the work. Made him, made him sell out the grape like, lady. <laughs> <laughs> what grape lady? You know the popular internet video of the, the, the woman? I haven't seen it. You have to show it to Oh, me you've later. seen it. Oh, if you, you haven't, I need to be here when you watch it. <laughs> okay, the lady stopping grapes. I've never seen it. Oh, I my God. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you absolutely do. It's an old, it's old, <laughs> I'm going to describe it point for point. <laughs> It's like a news broadcast from like a local news station. It's this woman. It's from like 1992. <laughs> and she's like literally stopping grapes like, and you catch yourself at a grape festival, you know, next weekend. And they're like, stopping grapes, stopping grapes. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Yes. And she, <laughs> and she goes, it's, it's her. And then the woman who's like in charge of the festival stopping grapes. And she falls or and something? And she goes, okay, stop. Okay, go. And she like, like stops real quick to like try to yeah. cheat and make more wine grapes. Yeah. But then she like fucks up and falls off the platform. And, <laughs> and like, she oh. hurts herself really bad. Oh, and then, God. Yeah. Oh, it's really, I remember it now. Oh, and it goes back to the studio and they're like, oh gosh, I uh, hope she's okay. <laughs> you absolutely really, seen that. It's actually really terrifying. It's really traumatizing. Yeah. The noise she makes are ungodly. She sounds like she's in a lot of pain. I don't know where to pick up from now. What, what I like about this movie is how heavy-handed it was with the <laughs> exposition. Like, literally, Loomis like goes to the town, finds the cop, and like, as they're driving to wherever the hell they're driving, uh-huh. the cop, cop's like, "All right, listen. Here's what here's what you missed in the 15 year flash forward, yeah. dude. That they do that in every movie. Yeah. So there's shitty. always like a nurse character or a security mm. guard who's yeah. like summing up what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, why did you flash forward if you don't want to show this to us? Was yeah. there um, 
do we care in any other movie, like, why that he's wearing a mask or that he's wearing a mask? No, they make it a big deal in this movie. Well, yeah, and so in the original movie, it's more like Michael doesn't have a personality. It's like he's, like, being possessed by, like, an evil spirit or something. Sure. Oh, yeah. So in this one, they try to make him more human. Which I do like. I don't think like, I like it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I like that they try to make him sympathetic. Yeah. That's know. fair. Yeah, like if you're gonna do this movie, yeah, it's not this. It's not the same type of movie for sure. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, so like, do we need like we don't need the shark and Jaws to have a personality? Like, yeah. it's just the shark. Like, yeah, that 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 is that's like the hit the nail on the head for what I was thinking. It's like yeah. this is not why I'm watching this type of movie. Sure. Yeah. Um, also, a lot of the murders were like they felt like extra graphic. Yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. that's just Rob Zombie. I feel like that's sure. Rob Zombie. <laughs> It's like like fucking House of a Thousand Corpses and the Devil's Rejects. Like everything's just turned up to 150. Yeah, yeah. This is what you want, right? Oh god. No, not really. I guess that's why you're not directing movies anymore, huh? Well, this is this weird. This is a weird era because like torture porn was popular yeah, in this time. Well, oh, probably Hostel came out like right around this. Time. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, that's yeah. true. I yeah. didn't think about that. Yeah, this, this is, is a big Saw. Time for, and Saw was yeah, yeah. Saw was one that started yeah. that. Yeah, because Saw came out in 04. Sure. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and the zombie was making movies like not too long after. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think I think I also don't like that they give so much prominence to Michael because like it robs all of the other characters of like some more stuff that we could learn. Like, I feel like Lori in this movie like is very not very three dimensional. No, we don't all. get yeah. a lot of her personality or anything. Ah, oh, that's so and true. And she's supposed like, to be the lead. How fucking patriarchal is this fucking movie? Yeah. Where like the woman who we should care about, yeah. we don't care about her at all. Yeah. We only want to know about how fucked up Michael Myers is. Yeah. Like what well, after I watched the movie, I went to the Wikipedia article <laughs> and the the in the plot synopsis it's like this this movie is about a uh, uh, Lori being terrorized by Michael Myers. No, and it's no. not, and that's not what it's about. Yeah. It's about Michael Myers killing everyone. Yep. Yeah, it's about like a guy that's like fucked up and like looking for a connection from somebody and not being able to get it. Right. Yeah. So when when so this Lori, so oh god. Also, the the actress who plays Lori is from no one's gonna get this reference but she's from a movie with alexa vega called sleepover where like a bunch of girls like are doing like a scavenger hunt for a sleepover that sounds fun funny yeah (laughs) trying to find a sleepover yeah no they're on a sleepover and then are you no are you having a sleepover never mind thank you Uh, (laughs) i would hurt just in case i would i would pay to see that movie. uh so when knuckle myers killed his entire family uh, and then killed the nurse after he got put into the insane asylum. Uh-huh. Uh, the mom killed herself, leaving yeah. the, the baby behind, yeah. who becomes adopted and becomes Lori. Right? Uh-huh. So Michael Myers is just trying to find Lori because she's like his last, the only person last he loves, chance basically. at connection. Well, and they I had, think, they yeah. had a connection, right? Because he he takes his mask off with yeah. her, which yeah. previously he'd only done with like his mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think from the beginning they show that he's always been close to Lori when she was a baby right. too. Mm-hmm. How did he find her, though? Phone book. I mean, mean, he went back home. He went to the Haddonfield house. Then he saw Lori outside with Tommy Wallace when they were outside the house. So what was was she dropping off? I didn't... Keys. Um, Why? Keys. Because they're trying to sell the house or something. So they own it? 
So yeah, the yeah. her dad is a realtor okay. who owns the property and he's trying to sell it. Hey, can we um, change uh, tactic or attack for one second? For sure. I really want to talk about one specific person named Joe Grizzly. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> amazing. Is, I mean, we have to all agree this is the best character in the movie, right? Joe Grizzly. As soon as he appeared on screen, I wrote down this movie is fun. <laughs> Well, I love that, like, in the original movie, we never meet this character that he gets the coveralls from, so that's sort of that answer that, to this movie. Oh, okay. But that's not, like, implied in the first movie, right? Like, I mean, he does kill a guy to get the coveralls, but we don't see it on screen. Yeah, And it it's, like, a trucker. Screen. Okay, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he But does, we never meet who it is. Yeah, Big Joe Grizzly's line that I wrote down goes, hey, buddy, just get, just just to give you a heads up, I got a Taco Supreme talking to too. me, so I'm going to be a while. Yeah. So do you mind waiting somewhere else and let me pass this beast in peace? Yeah, I wrote that down, too. <laughs> There's also some more like uh, homophobia from that character, but yeah, that's true. Um, but I also love that he's like, I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Yeah, also, he's, like he's fucking massive. Joe Grizzly is. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Myers is like also seven. seven that five, made me that made me upset too that Michael's like so huge in this huge. movie and all the other movies he's like regular size and that I think that makes him kind of scarier. He's like he's five like foot a ten in all the other movies. <laughs> Well, and it doesn't make any sense to me that he's like this huge giant in this movie. And in this one too, they someone says like, if he did that, he must have superhuman strength, like a devil man. And, then, <laughs> and he does. And it's like, yeah, he's he's he yes. <laughs> yeah, that was another bad like. It was like, I'm, like I'm a little where, boy, little boy, little boy. Where was fifty the, years later, seven foot fucking yeah. giant? Yeah. And like, yeah, where's the like gym and Smith's Grove? Yeah. Like, God. where's the gym? And he looked like a professional wrestler. Like, yeah, where's the straight gym? Up. And he looked like Kane. Smith's Grove. Was Tyler Man Main a, a wrestler? I, I don't if know. That, I don't know if that's a yeah, shoot name. Like I don't Bane know. Or something name, from Batman. Yeah, yeah, he played a uh, he played Sabretooth in the first X Men wow, movie. Wow. Okay, interesting. Yeah, wow. I mean, maybe it's a big a total possibility. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just love Joker's like. Oh yeah. Well, he's played by <laughs> yeah, Ken, Ken Forey from the original Dawn of the Dead. And that was a cool. Oh no! Way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of cameos in this movie That's from cool. like horror movies. There's a lot of the cast is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. It had a lot of like up and coming. Well, a lot of child actors. Like the bully from the beginning is Junie from Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I recognized shit. him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Like a lot of like child actors who like could have gone on to be like bigger uh, actors yeah. playing the and I did like the fact that all of the actors who were in high school looked like they were in high school yeah. yeah the original one they all looked like they were just 20 year olds yeah. but Jamie Lee Curtis is actually like young in that movie she's like 18 or something yeah I think she was 18 yeah it's also got Bill Mosley from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 mm. which mm-hmm. he had the line that really cracked me up they tell me to move the meat I move the meat <laughs> <laughs> what was that from that's that's like whenever they're moving Michael from the asylum to Smith's Grove to somewhere else. That's the line he says. He's like, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> uh, one one last thing. I, I mean, I'm gonna keep beating this dead horse, but uh, there's no good answer. Why is the final showdown in the in the bottom of like an empty swimming pool? Okay, and why was the pool not above ground? Because I because think, it's Illinois. <laughs> well, I because the Myers that, would have had an above ground pool. Yeah, <laughs> so good. That's so I don't. True. Yeah, it's at the Myers house. I guess it was just like an excuse to have her not be able to escape again. I don't know. That's yeah. It's just I, I, that's. I'm sure that's the exact reason. But it's like yeah. Why am I expecting like excellent storytelling? Like yeah. you know, mise en scene from from Rob Zombie. Maybe it's something about like her. I don't know. Like yeah. being underground, like right. uh, putting her in the ground. I don't know. Or might just be a poltergeist reference because same thing happened in poltergeist. With the skeletons that come out and they were actually real skeletons? Mm-hmm. Yikes. In the I love poltergeist. Draft, uh, she 
she escaped on a skateboard. Yeah, she yeah. did the first ollie. Yeah. Out of a, yeah. And then she races uh, the neighborhood bully named Biff. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, right. Because uh, someone calls town. her a, a chicken. Yeah. Right, I remember this. Yeah. Well, that doesn't happen until Halloween. That's two. in the extended right, edition. They never mention that in Halloween 1. They <laughs> act like not. he hated being called chicken in Halloween yeah. 1, but he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck is Needles? You don't know who Needles is. <laughs> So crazy. That doesn't make any sense. So many dumb plot points in the Halloween movies. <laughs> yeah. And then Halloween 3, they go to the Wild West, which I'm fine with people. I hate that. I like it. It was not as bad upon the second. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like that Loomis invented iced tea. That was a great yeah. plot Does point. he do that in this? Yeah, it was really cool. Also, and he invented, he also I don't know when this movie takes place. Uh, 15 years later. <laughs> they never tell you what time and like at first I thought maybe it takes place in the 70s like the original one does yeah. but Linda definitely uses a cell phone and someone movie. says I'm not using a cell phone they'll give you cancer <laughs> <laughs> so the original movie I don't or sorry not the original movie but like in the beginning of the movie it's definitely post John Kennedy uh, because uh, there's a picture of him on the wall yes pre-9-11 and, and pre-9-11 <laughs> because no one's crying in the movie <laughs> Uh, no, and then people Blue, cry in the movie. Blue Oyster Cult was also playing, and that had to have been the like early seventies, right? Well, I th- it didn't say the year. I thought it, it, said, doesn't, like, say it doesn't say the year. year. Well, I feel like either it was, time. I feel like it was alluded to. They wanted it, it to be timeless. I feel like it was alluded to that it was seventy eight because Destroyer, the Kiss album, came out in nineteen seventy six. Okay, perfect. So there you go. Well, and if it was seventy eight, that would be the year that the original movie yes. came out. But yeah. fifteen years later would have been nineteen ninety three. Yeah, and I feel like mm. we didn't have cell phones that looked no, like that. Yeah, that's, that's no good. <laughs> well. I think the, the easier way to do it is it was in 2007, so 15 years before that would have been 92. No, no. Well, it was 17 because yes. the the, the month because the whole part with uh, Michael and Loomis took place over two years. Oh, sure, true, 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 true. Okay, so, so it was 17, 17 years. years. So it would have been 1990. That's no good. No, that 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 doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Track. Rob, Rob Zombie did not really check the math on this no. one. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I, I'll allow it. <laughs> I mean, of all the things in this movie, that is the thing that I have the least yeah. problem with. Um, but yeah, I keep yeah, it keeps bothering me about though. How does he know that Louis or Louis Laurie is Boo? That was the going back to that. What yeah. what is Boo? He called her Boo once, right, or something? When she yeah. was a baby, yeah, that was her oh. nickname. It was either her nickname or yeah, I don't know if that's her real name or not. Okay, who knows? I remember writing that and being like, why is he calling her Boo? I didn't understand. She's because it's a scary movie. You say boo, and then you, people get scared. <laughs> oh, uh, I want to talk about Sid Haig, who played the graveyard keeper, Chester Chesterfield. Uh, oh, also during the <laughs> during the um, during the graveyard part, he talks about yeah, this guy wrote a book, and then Loomis is like, yeah, I read it. It's really good. Oh yeah, that was, <laughs> he like yeah. he like one ups his own book. But like they took because the original line in the first he movie, calls it a masterpiece actually. In the first movie, he's like goddamn kids, but in this one, he's like goddamn son of a like he. Yeah. Just, He's like, they're always fucking up my graveyard. I, I have to go home. Blah, blah, blah. Every so single character just swore so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cast the sailors. Yeah, like I mean, I'm surprised. Like in the school, the teacher wasn't like, "All right, you motherfuckers." <laughs> what you get? The yeah. fucking principal caught him, and the little Michael Marsh was like, "Fuck you!" And the principal went, "Fuck me!" Shit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah. And the mom comes into the principal and she's like, I have to fucking come in here every yeah. single fucking day. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> 
Um, while we're talking about the... I'll just bring up the Bechdel test now. Oh, yeah. Um, so it actually does pass. It does. It does I yeah. think it passes maybe four times. The first time that all the girls are sitting in the library yes. and Lori sees yeah. him outside, they're mostly talking about guys, but at the very end... Linda brings up boiling alcohol for some reason, and then, and then, um, and then she's talking to Annie, and then that passes. <laughs> then um, when Lori and Linda are walking outside and they're talking about cheerleading practice, that passes. Uh, she. Uh, and then that, that was another scene where like the swearing was just so gratuitous. It was so gratuitous. Like, people don't say this. No. Yeah, yeah. So many words that I will not repeat. <laughs> um, the third time, uh, the third time it passes is uh, Lori and her mom sitting outside with the trick or treaters. Mm. It passes there, and then I think it might pass a fourth time when Annie and, um, or sorry, when Linda and Lori are on the phone, and then Annie's talking about, or Lori or Linda's like, Annie called me a slut. I don't know if it passes because like, <laughs> yes, you can be a slut and like sleep with girls and boys but like in that instance she's talking about sleeping with guys so maybe that doesn't pass because they're <laughs> so i'd say it definitely passes three times that's good it's which is pretty good yeah. yeah well the first time i watched it, i didn't catch those at all so i thought it didn't pass at all but yeah i caught the one in the library but i didn't yeah. catch the other ones and most of the conversation in the library is about boys because annie's asking Lori to cover babysitting for her so she can hook up with paul right so yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I had a, I had a. When you said something, I had like a something I wanted to talk about. I forgot what it was. Oh well. Oh well. <clears throat> Michael Myers never drives in this movie. Yes. I yes. was so mad. Yes. That's all I wanted. That is. What I, I you had know that. what I loved that they added was that we saw Loomis buy a gun, and it yeah. was pearl gripped. He had, he had a pearl that. grip. <laughs> mother of pearl. Fucking I love, because I'm always because I always wondered in the first movie I was like, why does a child psychologist have a gun? And then I just love that they have like him buying a gun. Dude, Donald Pleasant said Loomis was as fucking crazy as yeah. Michael Myers. I think. <laughs> He I was crazy. Was movie. What's his name? Uh, who's the Ron Howard's brother? Clint Howard. Clint Howard was in this movie. Yeah. Who does, he, who does he play? He plays the uh, the head the, of Smith Grove. Oh, yeah. oh, the oh. guy with the creepy eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen him in other movies. Oh, too. that that reminds me because uh, they're like arguing, and Loomis says, "You and that army of shirt tuckers up there know exactly where he's <laughs> <Shirt> going." <tuckers. laughs> God, don't tuck in your shirt. You're square. Yeah, you nerd. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, there was one actually really cool shot in the movie that I can recall, where after uh, Michael Myers gets put in the back of a police car when he murders his entire fucking family, mm-hmm. and there's just like this panning shot of like the outside, like the chaos of it, mm-hmm. but everyone is just frozen mm-hmm. in time, and then it gets to the car that Michael Myers is sitting in the back of. You can see the red and blue lights flashing in the background, mm-hmm. and Michael Myers is just sitting there. And then he just like slowly turns and looks at you, like breaks the fourth wall and looks at oh, you. Yeah, as everyone's around that. you, uh, him is frozen. It was a really cool shot. Yeah. I, I miss that. That's I miss that yeah. too. Uh, why was his mom cool with him flushing a mouse down the toilet? <laughs> his, his mom had more pressing things to worry about. That is that will, weird? I don't know. I think that would fuck up your drain. Oh, probably. <laughs> like, I don't think people cared about that shit back no, then. No, not at all. Well, this was an <laughs> like undetermined the, this time. This is one like, <laughs> oh, that's true. I'm thinking it's like in the 70s. 
I have no idea. And Maybe was, you're, you're, you're not wrong to ask also, that. Also, he definitely but you should be asking that about 45 yeah. other things. Like, <laughs> well, it just happened so early in the movie. I was like, yeah. what, this, ain't, this is not a fish. Right? <laughs> yeah. so At least throw it in the trash can. Jesus. I'm trying to think of any other questions I had that we need to talk about. We need and to answer. She says, she's, oh, I'll just buy you another one. I want to like, know why. This I wanna... happens all the time. They're, 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 in my head, it's every day. Their they're <laughs> pipes are just full of mice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, here's your problem right here, ma'am. Hold <laughs> a little bouquet of rats. A rat king. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a rat king gets made in the drain. Straight up. Um, I want to know why Tommy and Lindsay are fully dressed up for Halloween, but they're just staying at their house. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> like, Tommy has full face makeup on. Another question I have is, whenever Michael's at the, uh, and he's a kid, he's at the kitchen table, and yeah. he's got the pumpkin, he has loose pieces of candy. Tons of loose candy. It's like circus peanuts <laughs> yeah, and candy corn. Also, and where did he get, did he actually go trick-or-treating? Because I thought he just sat in front of his house. Like, where did that candy come from? Well, I guess he did go trick-or-treating. He probably just killed someone and took their candy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what happened. It's just a bucket full of loose candy. He saw what he got and he's like, well, fuck this. <laughs> this sucks. No one knew what my costume was. <laughs> was he even dressed up like a clown or was it just the mask? I feel it might have been the full. It was like the 1970s costumes. Oh, yeah. It was like a really cheap shirt that had a clown face on it. Okay. And then he had pants that were one leg blue and one leg yellow, which is what the original costume looks uh, like. Okay. Kind of like in the, yeah, the 70s, they had the Darth Vader costume, which was just the mask. They had a shirt that had a picture of Darth Vader <laughs> on it. <laughs> that's wow, so that's bad. That makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, that's a real bummer. Yeah, that's such a total bummer. Ugh. Like, even just just a black shirt would be so much better. Right, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is about that, but it just really brings me down. <laughs> it's It's like... You can't even say, no, what are you supposed to be? It's like, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> that reminds me, there's a great uh, great picture by the artist Brandon Bird. It's, uh, the, the picture's called Eye in the Night, and it's somebody in a similar costume, but he's dressed like Philip Seymour Hoffman from Magnolia. <laughs> so it's just like the Philip Seymour Hoffman plastic mask and the shirt that has a picture of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Man, that's really funny. <laughs> Uh, I think I had. I used to have that as a phone case, and like it would crack me up every time I looked at it. Um, overall, this movie is fine. I didn't hate watching it. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of parts I like, and then just other parts that I didn't. Yeah, like. totally. I, I don't know if I liked this movie. That's it's okay. It's not great. I, had, I, had, I didn't I, hate it. Is what I'm saying. I didn't hate it. I had a lot of fun with it. It's not the the worst one. I thought. I definitely prefer the second half of the movie to the first half. Yes. I like. I think. I like. I like most of the chase sequence at the end. Oh, when he's doing like, the extreme home makeover. Yeah, yeah. like when she's. <laughs> yeah. Like I like. Just like the journey of like her getting out of the thing and then going into the house and blah blah blah. I love the like fake ending where they reference the original movie of like she says, "Was that the boogeyman?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "As a matter of fact, it was." That's where the original movie ends. Oh, that's that's awesome. so cool. And so you think that's going to be the end of the movie, and then you didn't like it. I didn't think that moment paid off. Okay, it wasn't a good payoff. I thought. Yeah, but I did like that. I, I thought expect- that was going to be the end, it felt and then forced. it wasn't. So having not remembered the original, yeah, I assumed he was going to do something because yeah. I just know Michael Myers comes back over and over again. Yeah. yeah. But I wish I would have realized that because I would have had that same reaction too probably. Yeah. That's yeah. very fun. Yeah. yeah. And then he just like, uh, I, it seemed like he just like smashed his head through the, like <laughs> he's just like, like a, like a he fish like jumping upstream. 
up a waterfall, but he's just like just <laughs> leaned, like yeah, arms to his side. He does that in one of the, the movies. Remember in Resurrection, he like hits his head on the door until it breaks open. Yeah, he does a lot of breaking through stuff. Yeah, there was an well, interesting thing at the end. I, I don't know if this is how this happened or not, but when he when he tackles Laurie off the balcony and they're both laying in the in the ground. Yeah, that looks like the end of the first movie too when he falls off the balcony. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then so she she manages to have the gun on her uh-huh. and she. Like, he could just be dead. Like, we don't really know. Yeah. But she still needs to finish the job. And she holds a gun to his head, pulls the trigger, and it just clicks. And it clicks. And it clicks a third time. And then he wakes up, grabs her by the hand. And I don't know if he does, like, pull, like makes her pull the trigger or not. But she pulls the trigger and kills him, presumably. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, like, did he turn her into a murderer? Or, you know what I mean? Like, there's that interesting oh, family dynamic of, like, mm. she now is also a murderer, whether yeah. she meant to or not. Yeah, interesting. Uh, hmm. I didn't think about it that way. Hmm. And neither did Rob Zombie. I'm, I'm <laughs> attributing a lot of really cool shit that he did not think about. I think maybe part of the reason... I think there are three reasons why I did not care for this. One, it is the only Halloween movie I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah. Two, it's the only Rob Zombie movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And three, I'm watching a, a movie from 2007 and 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the first time. Yeah. yeah. Like, there, there's a lot that I can forgive, um, for better or worse, if... Mm-hmm. if it was something that I enjoyed in the past. Yeah. For example, we just rewatched The Office. There's a lot of stuff in that that's For like, sure. wow, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but it's like, well, it was a, it was a different time, which is not mm-hmm. an excuse, but it's an excuse that it, I'm going to use. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like coming into this just for the first time, yeah, it was just like, dang, it's, I, a lot, th- huh? it's it's. I don't think I could get into it in the same way that I could yeah. have. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. And yeah. you watch it in high school, maybe it'd be a little. Yeah. Also, like I think that's why I still liked it because sure. I watched it when right. I came oh, out. Like I saw it opening. I had never the seen it. Yeah, but also they like they do. There is a lot of derogatory language used, and it's not only coming from the bad people in the movie. Yeah, yeah. like even like the girls, they use the R word mm-hmm. in the movie. Oh. Yeah, it's really. That was really jarring to that's, me, for that's sure. The, that's the part I didn't like about yeah. it. So that stuff, though, you're not wrong to not like it. And we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But that is how people talked at the time. So it's kind of like... Well, what time? Uh, in, two, <laughs> in 2007? Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, who even the knows? movie actually takes place in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not to say it's an excuse for Rob Zombie to use yeah, that language. Like, yeah. he, or I'm not, he might not well, I wouldn't Someone wrote it, it and they didn't have to use that language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he wrote it. Yeah, he... Sure, yeah. okay. It was written and directed so by Dragula. So it is realistic, but it's also like you didn't have to do that. Also... If it would be different if it was only coming from like the dad from the beginning, like mm-hmm. sure. But, but the yeah. fact that the girls use that language too—that's yeah. what pulled me well, out. I think that kind of makes the time period a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like there were we were all not we all, but yeah. a lot of us were bad people. Then I said that word. Oh, totally. I said that yeah. word too. And and I would. Uh, oh my god! If you if I had recorded myself talking the way I used to talk yeah. in high school, oh, Jesus I, I'd be mortified. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Fair. So I mean, yeah. So the girls aren't supposed to be bad, but they, yeah. they were bad because they existed in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. So we were all bad. <laughs> but that, well, that's why it's hard for me to get into it now. It's like because it's it's a reflection yeah. of you. With that, yeah, and and it, and I can't sort of relate to it. Like with with The Office, if I had just watched that for the first time now, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no way that I could have gotten into it. Mm-hmm. Be- but because I have all of these like emotions and feelings tied mm-hmm. into it mm-hmm. from then, right? I am able to like. Sort of bridge Forgive that. it or, or, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I couldn't, yeah. I watched The Office for the first time recently and couldn't get through the first season. Yeah, I powered through it. That's yeah. not surprising. Yeah. Good God, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I think we should wrap this up because yeah, sure. we're, we're getting up. Well, at, well, what would y'all say is, uh, like, in the since you've watched all the Halloween movies, uh-huh. where would you put it? Like, like top half or bottom half? Whew. Maybe like in the middle, somewhere in this the middle. Is just like okay, this is the this is the this is the ninth one in the series. Wow, Jesus. Like so many. How many are there total? Eleven, including the new one coming out. Oh, true, true. Yeah. So the new one will be the eleventh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it was this one. Then he made a, a Halloween two, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. And then the and this new one is sort of like it takes place directly after the original Halloween. Yes. yes. So it's yeah. eliminating the rest of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did that already. One or two times sure, before, not, yeah. and this one yeah. was supposed to be a totally like a total reboot, right? Total new. Well, this one was yeah. supposed to be a standalone, and Rob Zombie. That's why he she shoots him in the end in the head. Like Rob, that was Rob Zombie saying "fuck you." He's dead. Okay. Oh, but okay. then the studio, oh, no. I didn't know that wanted to make another one. So Rob Zombie's mm-hmm. like, oh, "Somebody else is gonna fuck it up. My might as well do it." Yeah. <laughs> another behind the scene things that I thought was really cool was they shot the. Uh, the neighborhood scenes in the original neighborhood that oh, John Carpenter shot in. In Pasadena? Fun. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, interesting. Yeah, I saw that on the I Wikipedia that, I didn't page. get that specific feel, but I got, mm-hmm. it definitely felt like that kind of like, you know, like when you watch a movie from the 70s and it feels yeah. like a 70s neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We talk about this a lot where like Christmas movies were all shot in like Christ- the Midwest. Christ- well, I think mm-hmm. Christmas always happens in New York okay. for me. Halloween always happens in New England. That's what it is. Thanksgiving, it, I think, happens in the Midwest. <laughs> I was just talking to someone at work about this today. Right. And so, yeah, being being kids growing up in Florida, like that's what we used to. We associated those parts of the United yeah. States with these holidays. Yeah, Fourth of July is always like California. Sure. That's yeah. interesting. I'm trying to think of Thanksgiving and Fourth of July movies. I think I think Fourth of July for me is in the Midwest as well. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I, it's on a big boat. It's on a beach sure. for sure. For well, me, it's on Amity Island. Yeah, that's a big, yeah, it's on the <laughs> Oh, beach. is that during Fourth of July? Yeah. I guess it is. <laughs> for Christ's sake, tomorrow's the Fourth of July. It's the one Jaws reference I get to make this episode. Uh, there's no reason for this movie to be on Halloween, right? Like, just like for the events to be occurring on. Yeah, like it's just like this movie could have been called Independence Day. Right, right. <laughs> I guess so. Independence Day didn't. Well, Welcome no, to that, Haddonfield. That makes sense with Independence Day because of the speech, at least. Mm-hmm. But with this, like, it could be called Independence Day. Well, I think John Carpenter like, was just like. What nobody's made a movie called Halloween yet? Yeah, that's exactly oh shit! What, that's God, exactly start writing, start writing, start writing. Well, it was originally going to be called the Babysitter Murders. Yeah, really. But then the produ- God, that sucks. And then producers suggested, "Well, there's no movie called Halloween. Why don't you just sit it on <laughs> Halloween?" Is that crazy. true? Is that yeah. True? Uh, but also, I think it works Jack for like, the original yeah. movie because it's like Halloween is like this time where like. We talked about this in the original one, I think, where, like, if you go outside and scream for help, no right. one's going to help you because I, they think it's a prank. I totally and also, Michael blends in. Yeah. yeah. Totally. That's yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. That's that makes so much and sense. And so there's this this it, idea of, like, you're not actually safe because, like, there's pranks and right. things going on. And, I, and, then, and then later on in the film, like, Sam Hain and, like, the spirits are open out. Well, that's the thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So he's able to manifest in the world mm-hmm. on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And force his thumb through somebody's forehead but that but that, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that, but that part in the that part in the original that part of the original movie of of Lori running outside and like knocking on someone's door and not mm. being able to get help that's the part that's rests the most with me I yeah. think from this movie for sure totally um, while I'm thinking about it, everybody go see Mandy in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I want to go see it. Yeah, it's, it's the Nicolas Cage movie. I have never heard of this. We were, we heard about it in the oh I guess you went there with us. We got an inside scoop from a Lyft driver. He said. It looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it is go, go into it knowing nothing. Oh, Jesus. It okay. is it is amazing. All right. Um, I, I, well, I, yeah, I guess you. I'll see that after I see Venom. <laughs> I'll do a little double feature. <laughs> 
I think this. I think Mandy has like a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I needed to hear that. Also, someone yeah. said it was like Nicholas, one of Nicholas Cage's best acting parts. Yeah. Interesting. He yeah. like he's the, all over the map, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think he calls himself the the California Claus Kinski. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Uh, Klaus Kinski's in a lot of Werner Herzog movies. What's uh, California? <laughs> <laughs> it is a film with a... Um, it starts with a K. Before we wrap up, <laughs> did anybody else think it was weird that like the cops wanted them to open the door before they actually looked through the whole house to see if Michael was there? Like the part where Lori's in the bathroom with the kids and then the cops like, open the door. Like I thought that was weird. I... Uh, well, yeah. that's in the franchise. Just horrible police work. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it did. It made me. It made me nervous because I realized that like when when the cop car pulled up and two cops co- came out. Yeah, they had guns, which is cool. Like, okay, cool. They were do. Something. They're not just like impotent. Yeah, and I was like, but oh, this is cops. it. This these are the cops. Like, this mm-hmm. is a small town. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. if these cops bite it, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, the only person left is the sheriff. Yeah, and I was like, it, it made me feel so much more like, oh no, these guys have to live. Yeah, is Haddonfield a real place? No. Uh, it's in New Jersey. Oh. Uh, Deborah Hill, who co-wrote the original movie, is from Haddonfield, New Jersey. So that's why this movie's called Haddonfield, mm. Illinois. Uh, why in Illinois? Like, was the original also in Haddonfield? I guess it must have been this in yes, the podcast. Yes, in, in uh, Illinois, yeah. Um, I think it's because it's like a small town. Just because it's the Midwest, like, Midwest, yeah. Midwest, like yeah. everybody's supposed to be nice. Sure, mm-hmm. that makes sense. It's supposed to feel safe, I guess. Yeah. Um, we come up with a different rating system every episode. For this one, oh, fuck What should knows. it be? Uh, um, I would dig through three witches and <laughs> and burn through four to five ditches. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, dig through the. Di- I would dig through three ditches and burn. Should we rate it on masks because he makes so many masks? Jesus, that was that was also. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, we got we get it. He, the man wears a mask. <laughs> that was like the how the new Joker has to write tattoos all over himself to say ha 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 yeah. to remind you what his deal is. Good yeah. God. <laughs> And also, did Michael love masks, or did he love paper mache I think he just wanted to hide himself, because he didn't, wasn't yeah. happy with who I'm he was. I'm sure, but how many volcanoes did he make? <laughs> I just think he loved crafting. Yeah, That's me too. <laughs> Why did they let him have all that stuff? Yeah. Like... It's an outlet, okay? <laughs> he's not going to talk. He needs to express himself. Because it just... <laughs> It's just like paper mache and like markers, like it's not dangerous to anybody. Yeah. So see Michael Myers on next season of Making It on NBC. <laughs> did he did he say anything in the movie as a boy? Yes. Yeah, Sons. he talked. Talks. Yeah. There's that he's one like, scene where he's yeah, 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 yeah. Also yeah, yeah. is that one scene where he's like it's Christmas time because like one line of a Christmas song plays and then he's like, I need to fucking get out of here. Get me out of here. Oh, I hate that part. <laughs> so uh Dragula, that's what we're gonna rate this one. Yeah, I read yeah. one Dragula. <laughs> How many out of how many Dragulas is it? We don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, I rate it one toe of a Dragula. <laughs> That's the car for the monsters. That's the thing that they call it the Dragula. Okay, well then I one the, tire. The one that Grandpa Munster drives. Yeah. Um, you know what I found out? This is so crazy. The Munsters and the Adams Family debuted in the same month in the same year and they both ended in the same month in the wow. same year like two years later yeah and that's it, a good they, they, the there top. should have been a crossover that would have been so fun that would have been really fun and the Munsters was also wildly way more popular and up until the point where the Addams Family movie got made yeah I didn't know and that and the that's Addams crazy. Family was based on uh, New Yorker cartoons no yeah, yeah. yeah. really it was a cartoon first yeah. yeah wow I didn't know that um, and we also rate these on pumpkins on a scale of 0 to 100 zero pumpkins 0 to 100 pumpkins yeah there's a bunch of pumpkins in this one. I'm, that, I'm, that's the only criteria I want. Okay. I was happy with the amount of pumpkins in the movie. 
And so I'm going to give it the full 100 pumpkins. Okay. Wow, that's... <laughs> you know what? No. That's brave. Because you know what? No, you're wrong. I'm wrong. Because I can never have too many pumpkins. So let's walk it back to like 90 pumpkins. 90 pumpkins? Yeah. Um, 80 pumpkins. I'm going to say final offer. 30... House of 1,000 pumpkins. I changed my mind. <laughs> All right. Peyton? I'm going to say 17 pumpkins. Wow. I, don't know. I just didn't like, like, yes, the movie passed the Bechdel test three times, but I really didn't like the portrayal of women in this movie. Like, there were, like, a couple times when they tried to, like, be helpful, but, like, nothing ever happened. There's one scene where Annie picks up a knife and she literally doesn't get to do anything with it. He just, like, hits her in the face and she falls over and is inc- incapacitated. Speaking of Annie, real quick, I wanted to bring up the fact that she's not wearing a shirt when she's dragged across the hardwood floor. I know. That would, I- must have been very painful. Is that why she's so bloody when she come when Lori comes in? Like I don't, I don't understand. know. I did like the part with the boyfriend hanging with the pumpkin on his head. That was very cool. Back of the ninety pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm gonna rate mine Thunder Kiss 65 pumpkins. <laughs> I didn't play the game, but that's fine. Gonna um, rate it Smashing Pumpkins. Should we do MVP LVP? Oh yeah, we're steal from Marywood movies with Smart. MVP LVP. Oh, boy. most valuable pumpkin, least valuable. Pumpkin. <laughs> Uh, great pumpkin, most valuable. <laughs> Least valuable, probably the one that Jack Skellington wears at the beginning of the movie because they burn that right off. That's yeah. true. That has no, it's not very long. I All bought right. a pumpkin to make into a lantern last year. Really? I, I didn't get to it in time and kind of just like rotted. And I was like, "What the fuck, dude? I had this for like two weeks." I want to say the most valuable pumpkin of Nightmare Before Christmas is the little pumpkin nose that the Boo dog has. Oh, zero. Yeah, yeah zero. That reminds me, when I first moved to Chicago, we made pumpkins, and then they all rotted before Halloween. Because it was so early? Yeah, we were were drunk coming back from a Halloween party, and my friend Ben insulted me, and I said, you know what, Ben? Fuck you, and kicked his pumpkin (laughs) off the porch. That's right. And then it splattered on the tree that was right outside, and it was there for weeks. Well, yeah, because it gets cold and it freezes there. You know, I used to... There's a a pumpkin tree there now. There... Uh, I used to take the yellow line to work, and a, a bird died next oh, to the tracks no. in the middle of winter. <laughs> and there was just a dead bird next to the tracks <laughs> for, for days, six I'm months. Sure. Oh it was because it was just too cold for anything to happen to it. Oh so it was just God. like a frozen dead bird that oh, I saw that's every so morning. Sad. <laughs> Man, um, I give that bird one hundred pumpkins. <laughs> You, uh, you guys want to promote anything besides oh, Dilettante yeah, Ball? Yeah, plug your show. Yeah, we have a podcast that we do, the two of us together, called yeah. Dilettante Ball, and it's on the uh, the very same network that you're aware of, because you're, <laughs> you're here. Because you're here, listen to the Patreon and version of this. And when you're here, you're family. It's true. <laughs> uh, other than that, we have a, um, a really fun game show that we do on Tuesdays, every Tuesday, uh, at the Crowd Theater in Chicago at 8 o'clock. Uh, called Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. It's a comedy game show of answering questions and Guys, questions and it's hilarious. I'm going to interrupt and it's very praise fine. it. It's so good. Thank you. I love it. And if you can't be here in Chicago, that's okay because we're streaming it online at twitch.tv slash thecrowdcomedy. Great. And we- Do you want to plug your Twitter handles or anything? Sure. <laughs> Johnny's is... Uh, I'm all the talking. Uh, uh, mine is Johnny in briefs. Spencer's is... Is it Speeham? Speeham. S-P-E-H-A-M. There you go. It's good and to the point. Mm. Um, you can catch me on and uh, so. my friend Deborah on Queer Movie Night on Arcade Audio, um, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Peyton Cody Lynch. And you can listen to Riverside Falls if you want to. <laughs> you nah. should because I'm on that too. I put a lot of work into it. <laughs> That's true, though. I put so much fucking work in that show. He really does listen to it. It it's shows. Good. Um, what was I going to say? It we sounds. usually. Sorry. 
I'm new to the podcast thing. Uh, what quarter are we going to end this on? Um. Oh, the ta- the 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 burrito man. Oh yeah, do it on that one. Oh my god, I'm just going to play the clip from the movie. I'm going to edit that in, so you're about to hear Ken Forey oh, as DJ Big Joe Nick Grizzly. is going to put it in there. DJ Nick. Yeah, do the thing. <laughs> hey, buddy, just give you a heads up. I got a Taco Deluxe Supreme talking back at me. So I'm going to be a while. So do you mind waiting somewhere else and let me pass this beast in peace? Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.